Welcome back to the No Problem Parenting Podcast, where we choose to deal with and overcome the behavioral and emotional challenges within our home. Hi guys, I'm Jackie Finneman, 30-year paraprofessional turned counselor turned parent coach, and I'm here to share with you tips, tools, strategies, and resources so that you can become the confident leader your kids crave you to be. And today I have a special guest. You know, you've probably been noticing that I've been bringing quite a few guests on, and I'm telling you, some of these people, man, they have like wild accomplishments. They have these, you know, great resumes of all these experiences and all these um, things that they've done in their life, all these wonderful things that they've done in their life. And here's the deal. Every single one of these guests that I have interviewed has done so by making lots of mistakes and or growing up in pretty rocky upbringings. And so the good news and the reason I'm sharing this with you is because we really can overcome. We can overcome previous traumas. We can overcome abuse. We can overcome adversity. We can overcome poverty. We can, I mean, like all these things, but I don't want you to just take my word for it, right? I mean, you guys know that with 30 years of experience and more than 40,000 hours of working with families, uh, parents and kids in their homes, I'm not just making this stuff up. It is the family's experiences that I have worked with, that I have met with, that have trusted me to welcome me into their homes, to learn about their stories. And I've learned so much from them through their stories. And so I don't wanna just talk to you about how you can deal with and overcome the behavior problems and emotional problems in your home. I like to bring the guests on that can help share their experiences with maybe the techniques or the philosophies or the values or the, or the things that have helped them and inspired them and helped them endure and overcome, right? The challenges in their home. And so I have a very special guest for you today. Colleen Beggs is here to talk to us all about mindset and how she's shifted her mindset from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. Colleen survived an early childhood of chaos, loss, and abuse. It was through these trials that she gained the clarity to understand the magnitude of loving others unconditionally and realizing the power of community. She is an award-winning peak performance consultant with over 20 years of experience. She's an international speaker and number one best-selling author, and she's the CEO of three businesses, including Lead Up for Women, which is a community that boasts tens of thousands of female entrepreneurs that are driven by their passions and believe in supporting other women. Colleen strives to reach all women through influence to encourage the understanding that in order to be, have, and do anything in life that you desire, you must first show up. So again, to learn more about Lead Up For Women, go to leadupforwomen.com. And you can also tune in to Colleen's podcast, Lead Up For Women, Speak Up To Lead Up, where you're going to learn about uh, stories of survival, overcoming adversity, and other celebrations that women have had in their businesses, in their communities, and in their personal lives. All right, for now, let's get to the episode where we're going to discuss all things fixed mindset versus growth mindset. All right. Well, welcome to the show, Colleen. I am super grateful that you took the time today to be with me, to share your mission and your passion with my listeners. Thanks so much for inviting me here. It's great to be a guest. I'm excited to talk more with your listeners about some subjects that I know matter a lot to you. I'd like to jump right in with a bit about your personal story and why you believe that your mindset got you where you are today. Well, Jackie, like you from our discussion earlier, I too was raised on a very fixed mindset. Um, 
I don't think many of us understand or believe how much we operate off of our subconscious and our subconscious mind really is all about how we were modeled to as while we were younger, what we were taught, right? So all those synapses that, that fire when we're younger and everything that is wired in our foundation happens between the ages really of zero to about six years old. So then we just watch and we listen and we watch and we listen and that's how we learn. And it's interesting to go back to say, how did I learn to not go to the bathroom in a diaper and go to the bathroom on a toilet? How did I learn to not, you know, to walk? How did I learn to ride a bike? How did I learn to do all these things like chew food? Things that to you and I seem very trivial for small children, you know, to be able to learn, but they are learning language. They are learning how to speak. So we, we, we look back at when we were children and um, if we are modeled by our parents, that we can be anything we want to be. If our parents are showing up authentically as themselves and they're challenging us to uh, for us to figure things out, for us to leap and not worry about what happens in that, right? So I worked for a company for a lot of years, Jackie, called the Little Gym International. Wonderful company. In those individual gymnasiums, they teach children how to take risks in a safe and nurturing environment. And so much of that was missing in the world of entrepreneurship, which was why I built Lead Up for Women, because women don't feel safe and nurtured as entrepreneurs. They're scared, as as I understand we should be. But then we get in our way so much that our mindset is what creates our reality. So think of a child in a gymnasium and they have to reach for a bar. You put, you know, you might put a little stair underneath of a bar. They reach up. They're not scared at all because it's right there. But if you were to move that, say, a foot in front of them, now they have to reach and possibly they might fall off that stair to reach the bar. They, You watch the children that just go for it and you watch the children that hesitate. And that's what happens in the entrepreneurial world that we have today. So many of us, We'll just go for it because we have the faith and the belief and the desire and the perseverance, and we're just ready to roll. And we know that even if I fail or fall, I will just get up and try again. And that's God telling me that that wasn't the right path. I need to go down a different path. It's how we learn and it's how we succeed. There has been no business, and I'm repeating this. No successful person ever in life, no successful parent, no successful career, no successful business that has ever gotten there without failure. So if you're afraid to fail and you're afraid to step forward, you're just in your way because you believe that that when when I say to people, so what's the worst that can happen? Well, I could lose money. Great. Could you gain? Could you get the money back? Sure. What's the worst that could happen? One person said to me the other day, I guess if I were to die, I'd said, yeah, I think that's probably the worst that could happen. Are you going to die if if you um, make that phone call <laughs> and call yeah. that client and ask them to give you money? And she said, absolutely not. I said, well, then I think you're going to be okay. Part of the reason why um, I was really drawn to you when I first met you, Colleen, is because you just really have that you know, what's the worst that could happen and and let's go get it kind of attitude. And uh, I teach that in no problem parenting, becoming a no problem parent, you know, seek first to understand why am I afraid of what I'm afraid of or whatever. And then step two is prepare for the worst, which is in in essence, what's the worst that could happen. And so when we're prepared as much as we can be, 
you know, we can't always be totally prepared, um, but we're more likely to respond versus react and to try the new things and take those risks. So let's talk a little bit about what is mindset and why do you think people maybe don't pay as much attention to it or take a look at it as, as they could? You know, um, we either believe we can or we believe we can't. It's really that simple. Henry Ford said it beautifully. You know, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. What you convince you, your mind that you are, what you convince your mind that you can do, that is where all you can do. Your mind does not know the difference of what's fake, what's reality. It can't comprehend that. You tell it if it is or not. So I don't think that as humans, we give enough attention to what we would call the motherboard of our entire body, which is our mind. Our mind, we, we barely even tap into it by, per, by a small percentage. We scratch the surface. So our mind is so powerful. I, I use this example, and this is a good analogy for anyone to really get like, oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Picture that there's a um, book on your bookcase and you're watching a movie and it's dark out, right? And uh, maybe it's a drama or a suspenseful movie. And all of a sudden the book drops off the, the case, the bookcase, and your heart rate goes up, you jump, you start getting jittery, a, a flood of heat goes through your entire body. Your mind, you told your mind, I'm in danger because of your surroundings at the moment. I'm in danger. You probably thought someone just shot at you through a window or something, right? But it was a book falling off the bookcase. So your whole body reacted to the danger that you told your body you were in. When it was simply a book that fell off the bookcase, were you ever really in danger? Absolutely not. But because you were so convinced in that split second that you were in danger because of your surroundings of the suspenseful movie and you're in the middle of it, you know how we jump in movies or scream? We, it's not really happening to us, but we're telling ourselves it is. So that's how we create mental illness. That's how people can create illnesses in their body. That's how they can cure illnesses in their body. If you believe it, it will come true. So that goes for both the bad things and the good things. So let me give you an example. Um, Jackie, hello world. How long ago did you start that company? It's eight years. I started in okay. 2013. Did it exist at all before eight years ago? No. Right. So everything that has happened in Hello World has been created by a thought that you came up with of something that you wanted to create. Right. And now it has become a reality in the world and it exists as a business and other people can partake in that. Is that correct? Right. Yeah, right. absolutely. So we do that with everything in our world, everything. If you want to be the most dynamic mom, then you're going to look at ways to be that great mom. And maybe that to you is, I want to be a great listener. Um, I want to be a good leader for my kids. So every day I need to show up exactly authentically as me and give myself the permission to do that. So maybe some days I'm angry or I'm tired, but I explain to my kids why, right? I'm transparent with them. And I say, it's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to fail. It's okay to celebrate. It's okay to put yourself in the spotlight. When we as leaders show up for other people, and but first show up for ourselves, we give others the permission to show up also as themselves, for themselves, and for others. 
the problem that we're having really in the world today is that everyone is scared to show up as themselves. Why? Failure, fear, what other people think. It's really those three things. I'm afraid to fail. What's the worst that can happen? Probably nothing that's really that bad. Fear. Fear is, is just all created in our minds of what we think is fear, right? So if, if you're at a, at a bridge and you're, um, my, this happened with my husband and I, we were in Vancouver and there's this huge bridge. It's like, I don't even know how, you know, thousand feet that you walk across suspended in the air. There were tons of people on this bridge. They are telling us it will never fall. My husband was so scared to go on the bridge because he swore it was going to break and fall. Was the bridge ever going to break or fall? <laughs> no, it's not going to, but yet he convinced himself, if I go on that bridge, it's going to break or fall. So we create all of this made up stuff in our world that doesn't exist. We even create that other people don't like us or create that someone will like us or that someone's going to look at me weird when I walk in a room or if I don't say the exact right things on a podcast, I'll be judged. Honestly, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks because there are always going to be haters. There are always going to be raving fans. There are always going to be those people that stand in your court or stand on the opposite side. No matter who you are, no matter what good you do in the world, people loved Mother Teresa and people hated Mother Teresa. And look at all that she did in the world. And I could probably find two people that would be just as passionate about why we shouldn't believe in what she did in and why we should, just like God. People believe in what he does. Some people don't. So if you want to be the best leader, you've got to work on yourself first. And I do that through daily morning rituals. To me, that's the best thing for mindset. How do I want my mindset to be today? I want it to be abundant. So I talk about the abundance of money and my gratitudes when I'm writing them. I talk about the abundance of time. I, I am so grateful that I have an abundance of time today to finish everything I need to get done. So I go into my day knowing I have all the time I need to get finished what I need. Now, if I woke up that morning, Jackie, and said, I don't have enough time. There's not enough time today to go. There's no way I'm going to get everything done today. Don't you think you're going to create all of the hurdles that need to because you have to prove the reality of exactly what you're saying is true. Your body, your body and mind does not know the difference. So you will create every hurdle possible for you not to get everything done. It's really, really fascinating. And it makes me wonder, why do we do that to ourselves? Why do we entertain the fear? Why do we entertain those negative messages? Why do we feel like we have to prove ourselves or even, and I, I hear this a lot. People will say to me, I'm not going to worry about what so-and-so thinks. And I'm thinking, well, you just did because you're talking about what so-and-so thinks and you're even giving that, that conversation, even just a little bit of attention or power. Why do you, why do we do that? I don't know. I, I used to worry about it. My husband the other night said to me, I just remember, he said, I'm, you're so happy now. He said, I remember you coming home from work when I was in corporate America and crying over the most trivial things that happened. But then he would never say to me, that's so trivial. Why are you crying? Because he was supporting me and he would listen through. But now he said, you know, there, and I look back and I can't even remember one thing that I cried over. That's how trivial it was. But yeah. in the moment, it was a mountain. In the moment, it was my world. In the moment, I was in this emotional state of this downward spiral 
that everything in, was out to get me. Everything was going wrong at the company. It was just, I created this craziness and really it was all me. It was all me. So when we really truly believe that we create our reality, and I have heard so many people say that is not true. That is not true. You think I want to be poor? You think I want to be in this position? Um, well, what are you doing about it to not right. be in that current condition or position or whatever it may be, right? They're, the answer to that is yes. And that is the hard, true fact that people do not like to face ever. Because yep. they, then, then they are like, it's my, it's me. I did all this. That, yeah, you did. There's fixed mindset and there's growth mindset. But fixed mindset is sort of like you think you're either good enough or you're not. It's just who you are. You can't change things. This is what you were, the cards you were dealt. Failure is just, it's not even worth it to me. I know I'm going to fail. So, you know, this you know, this is just, this is just who I am. Whereas the growth mindset is more about, I can learn to do anything I want to do. You know, I'm constantly a work in process or progress. I haven't evolved. I haven't arrived. There's, there's a lot more out there, you know, and I can challenge myself. And then the idea that I only fail when I stop trying. Right. So, um, I think you're talking about those things and maybe you were in that fixed mindset back in those days. Right. Um, and now you're in that growth, growth mindset, but how did you get there? What do you think you did? I mean, I I've listened to your podcast. You had a, a chaotic childhood. You had, you know, uh, not a super pleasant upbringing all the time and including abuse and, and some different things. So how did you get, how did you get yourself out of that fixed mindset into a growth mindset? You know, you said something really important, um, is, you know, when you were talking about how we have the choice and, um, when you are in a fixed mindset, life is happening to you. It is everything external coming at you. And that's how you truly feel. And that's how I would, that's how I felt as a child. When I was an abusive family, my father was a very abusive person. That's how I felt, uh, when my parents got divorced and my mom kind of like went into hibernation. I'm sure she was struggling with the divorce. Um, my brother and sister were struggling with the divorce. So I just felt all alone. And I remember my mom saying, you know, you grow up, you get married, uh, you have babies. And then when it was like the record, like stopping when that happened, my parents got divorced and it was like, okay, no, that can't be my path. Cause look at my mom, look at what's happening to my family. Like, I don't want this ever to happen anywhere around me. So <clears throat> I had two choices and it was like, you just got to learn how to do this. Right. And I stayed in that circle for a long time. I'm, I married people that abused themselves. Right. Or I dated people that were abusive to me. Um, I tried to change and fix everything, everyone. And I, I created this codependency and this enabling factor about myself. And I had a lot, I mean, I went through therapy for a while because I needed to forgive myself. I needed to forgive other people um, because I was carrying this luggage with me that wasn't mine. And I think over time, we go through experiences in our lives and our soul catches a lot of um, kind of like a carburetor in a car is the way I think of it, a lot of gunk, right? We have a lot of gunk, but we carry a lot of 
baggage that's not ours, that other people have said to us or done to us. And then we carry that, you know, we put a scarlet letter on ourselves and we don't, you know, deserve to have that there and this badge that we carry around. And, and we need to a just, you know, I, I believe I have a, I'm a faithful person. So I talk about God a lot and God only wants his children to be magnificent. He wants to give them more riches they could ever imagine. Um, and he never wants you to, if, uh, be carrying around guilt or blame or, or, or any of that or shame. And the mindset really has a lot to do with those things. And so to change your mindset, you have to first accept and realize that you are not in a growth mindset. You have to say to yourself, I do. Most women have to have something so traumatic in their lives happen. They're they're so stubborn. (laughs) We have to have huge illnesses happen. um, You know, jobs take it away from us, whatever it is to get us to shift. And we're here for a purpose. So the, the faster we're able to get out of our own way, the faster we're able to acknowledge, maybe I am I am in a fixed mindset. I realize that, and I want to grow. When you have the desire, as I talked about earlier, and the faith to grow and know that you know you're not alone, and be able to do that, you it it becomes practice. You know, I've been a certified personal trainer for years, and you do not go to the gym one time and become a bodybuilder that it doesn't happen that way. It takes discipline, it takes perseverance, it takes consistency for you to get to where you're going. So don't expect that your mindset's going to shift overnight. If you think things are and, and and trust me, it still it still comes back. There are things that happen in the day and it's hard for me to say, okay, did that happen for me or did that happen to me? We don't know why things happen all the time. I just always look for the lesson in things and say, what am I, what am I supposed to learn from this? And how do I take the good silver linings out of everything that's happening in the world so that I can use that moving forward? And, and let me tell you, it's, it's tough when you lose people in your life and have to grieve and go through that to, to ask God or to think, what am I supposed to learn from that? What, what is the purpose of this? Where am I supposed to go with this? And I always say to my clients, you know, there's, there's someone out there right now who's praying for you. They need you. Whatever form that is, you could run into them at the post office. Maybe a friend introduces you to them and you become friends or someone introduces them to your website and they start working with you. But there's someone out there that needs you because God has given us all this unique gifts and our purpose. And if you're still alive on the earth and you're still breathing, you still have a purpose. So by not really leaning into that, caring about your mindset, setting yourself up for success, I just I just couldn't imagine waking up every day and feeling negative about it, right? Um, I literally have a tree down in my backyard right now because it's raining in Arizona. And I was out there in my pajamas trying to prop it up because my husband's out of town. And I was like, not sure what I'm going to do about that tree. It's a beautiful tree. And I'm going to figure out how to figure out, you know, it's all figure outable, but I feel like it's going to take two people to do it. And I thought to myself, you know, I'm so happy. I could be so angry that my tree is down, that it's windy, that it was raining, but I live in the desert and I'm just so thankful that it's raining that we'll just figure this out later. It doesn't stress me out. You know what I mean? It's like, 
I'm just so happy it's raining. We need this weather so bad. Our ground needs it. You know, we we have had so many fires this year. It's going to save so many homes by having this rain that this little tree, seriously, what kind of problem is that? But, you know, people have had their their money stolen from their bank accounts, you know, cars stolen. I just, I guess I have a different mindset on things. We are not promised tomorrow. Today will turn into yesterday. So what can you do today to live the best life that you possibly can, to be grateful, to be happy, to love others, to be loved? What can you do today to make an impact on your life or others? Because you are not promised to wake up tomorrow, ever. The number one thing that you said, Jackie, which is so important, is we need to be the models. This is why most of us are so screwed up, honestly, if you want to be real, because our parents totally screwed us up when we were kids. But then I remember going back now and looking at focusing only on the C's or the D's or the F's when my kids would bring home report cards. Why didn't I ever sit down and talk about the A's? Why didn't I say, tell me why you love English so much? What lights you up about English? What 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 do you want to learn more about English? Why is it that we always focus on the negatives and we don't focus on the positives? I literally did the same thing my mom did in raising my kids too. I didn't believe in myself. So they didn't believe in themselves. And, you know, and then you just, we just keep repeating like, you know, insanity, repeating the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And the first thing that parents need to do that are listening to this, no matter what age your children are. Stop like directing it at your children to start. Really start working on your own self-care. Let's show them what it's like to be a confident leader. And to be a confident leader, for those of you that say, I have no idea even where to start, you need to surround yourself with people that care about you, that love you, that don't judge you, that believe in you, that fuel you, that you want to be like. Don't hang around the people because you're the smartest one in the room and they're all looking up to you. That's not, you're not going to grow right? You're going to stay very stagnant. Surround yourself with people that are who you want to be. Surround yourself with them. Be humble enough to be in that circle. I see too many women, especially women, they're really catty and they've got their little cliques. Gossip does nothing. It pulls you the opposite direction. Do you want your children talking about other children? When they do that, we say, don't talk about Tommy like that. But yet he heard you on the phone talking about Lisa. So We have to model to our children who we want them to be, and we have to start with ourselves. So it's not selfish, which I was told for years, to work on ourselves. It's not selfish. You need to be the best leader in your family, in your community, in your faith, in whatever it is that you're doing, and show your children that strong leadership. But it is hard because you get pulled a lot. The adversity, adversity. The devil. I'm just going to go there because I don't even know what anyone else tries to call it. Whenever you are working toward the good, you always have the bad stronger that comes at you. Has anyone ever felt that? Okay. So when you are on that path, that's when you're going to be pulled the most. Just remember that you need to keep surrounding yourself with people that can hold you accountable, that love you, that are true to you, that believe in you, that would, you know, I say, who are those friends that would, uh, Fly to Europe in the middle of the night if you call them we're in trouble. Who are those people? Surround yourself with those people in your world and tell them what you're doing. I want to be a better mom. I'm trying to be a better leader. I want to be stronger. And these are the things I want you to hold me accountable for. I tell my husband to hold me accountable for anything negative that I say out loud. So we say things we don't realize. I'll drop something and say, I'm so clumsy. And he said, no, you're not. 
don't say you're clumsy. And I'm like, you're right. I'm not. Or he'll say, oh, I'm so stupid because he did something wrong. And I'm like, you're not stupid. Don't tell yourself you're stupid. You just made a mistake. And he's like, you're right. I'm not stupid. But we say this to ourselves all day long, unconsciously. Right. So your children hear it. Your subconscious hears it. So what do you create? Your reality? You create it exactly for what you say. And I'll, I'll definitely cut this short, but let me tell you that I used to tell myself I was clumsy for about 15 years in a row. I said I was clumsy all the time. I spilled every water cup that was on a table. I tripped over everything. My body and everything in my world created clumsiness because I kept saying I was, cre- I was clumsy. Then someday I just, I don't remember what happened, but I, I realized it, that I said it, someone mentioned it to me and I said, I'm consciously not going to say I'm clumsy. I don't spill anything. I don't trip. Nothing anymore. We change our world when we realize that we want to change it. We commit to change it. And then we surround ourselves with people that are great leaders and, and get a mentor, get, get someone that can help you be accountable that you check in with on a regular basis. That is very important. Why do people hire personal trainers? They can go to the gym. They can do everything that the the other people are doing at the gym. It's accountability. It's teaching them. It's helping them understand what they need to do, when they need to do it, how they need to do it. Uh, We have a lady in our community who is a divorce coach. She's been through a divorce and she coaches other ladies. So they're in the middle of separating, in the middle of the divorce, in for, for you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel when you're there. So when it's in your windshield, I call it, that's when you need someone. Then when it's in your rear view mirror, that's when you can teach others. Oh, I love that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So often we give problems more attention than they deserve, right? Mm-hmm. So just like you were talking about with the grades, you, you made me think of this. It's like, why are we giving so much more attention to the poor grades, the low grades and, or the missing assignments? How about the 17 assignments they turned in? Where your, um, this is good, great for your listeners to write down. And I would use a sticky and put it in your, ba- on your bathroom mirror, wherever your office is, where your attention goes, your energy flows. Just remember that. Where do you want your energy to flow? To the negative or to the positive? And how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you do anything with integrity and honesty, uh, that's how you're going to do everything. And that's what creates your character. So if I, I remember that viral video on YouTube, do you remember that little girl in front of the mirror? And she's like, yes, I'm awesome. I can do anything. I am beautiful. I have the best hair. I have the best clothes. My cat loves me. And yeah. She was just, and it went viral. Why? Because people are drawn and they thought it was so adorable that she believes so much in herself. How interesting in a world that we think it's adorable that a child believes in themselves. Yeah, right. We all want that for ourselves. So the only way you get that is by telling yourself that every single day. Affirmations are huge. It's a rewire of the subconscious mind. And I did a, I'll tell you a really quick story. I uh, had every lady at one of my retreats that I went to write down all the negative things they say about themselves during the day. They had like 10 minutes. Some of them were crying because they realized like, wow, I say all this stuff to myself. Then I had them line up in pairs 
And they said, now what I want you to do is talk to the other person and everything you have written, you have to say to them. And they wouldn't, didn't want to say it. The right. first lady just looked at her and said, I don't want to say this. And I said, well, you have to. And they both started crying and she said, you're fat. And she said, I don't really mean that. I said, yes, you do. Mm-hmm. She wrote it down. They had a really hard time with that. So how is it that we have such a hard time telling other people all these negative things, yet all day, all we do is break ourselves down negatively? And you wonder why you're not showing up. You wonder why you're not the fearless leader. You wonder why your business isn't successful. You know, it's interesting, Jackie, because I could I could promote anything that I do in Lead Up for Women or business coaching or whatever it may be. I could give it any tagline, any face, any name. Here's the truth. If you don't master you, you cannot master your success. So no matter what, who you're working with, they're always going to be working with you, on you, for you, (laughs) period. (laughs) That is the absolute God's honest truth. I want to make sure my listeners have a chance to learn more about you and Lead Up for Women and what you're all about. So uh, Lead Up for Women was created a few years ago, um, and the biggest problem I saw that women entrepreneurs had, and even women in corporate, uh, was standing out, right? Um, Really being able to be in the spotlight. In corporate America, there's no I in team, so you really don't have the opportunity to step in spotlights in corporate America unless you create them for yourself. So Lead Up for Women is all about being seen, being heard, being visible. Um, How do we promote ourselves without, you know without feeling selfish. I think that comes from my childhood, right? Because we were told promoting ourselves is selfish, putting the spotlight on you is selfish. I remember my mom ate every meal last, if she ate it all. Then I started doing that same thing. Why was I still standing in the kitchen while my family was eating? That's ridiculous. So in Lead Up for Women, we put the woman first and we put you first in everything we do. We do that in our magazine uh, where our members write all the articles of our magazine and they become published authors in the magazine. They have the opportunity to be interviewed on our podcast, which is great credibility for them as well as the magazine, because now they can use this to market themselves and have that for themselves for that interview. Uh, They host workshops on Tuesday called Teaching Tuesdays, where we bring all of the registrants and then they get to come and teach their genius and sell their products and services. But the way we stand out is we promote our our members and we give our members the spotlights to stand out so they can expand their influence to attract the right customers to them. Lead Up for Women is a membership um, organization, but you can follow along as a community member, come to all of our free events. We have free events every single week that you can join in on. You can download our podcast and listen to that. You can get a download of our magazine free and subscribe to that. We have 10 tips that rotate that our members write. Um, So everything we do is about educating, uh, is about growth for leaders, um, because my vision is much bigger than Lead Up for Women. My vision is really about females in general, believing in themselves, knowing they're enough, knowing they're worthy. And you really believe in the women that are in your group. And that just shines through in everything that you're doing right now. Colleen, absolutely love all of it. And you do give a lot of things away, but you do have an event coming up um, in August, second week of August, I believe it is. You have something special for my listeners today. Yes, it's called the Leap event. And Leap, you know, we have to take a leap um, of faith in our lives. I took a leap of faith leaving corporate from a very cushy job, like 
you know, making a lot of money to nothing, to zero, to I'm going to build this company and I'm my own safety net, right? So, yep, totally relate from, to that. <laughs> you jump from being a big fish in a, you know, small pond to being a tiny little fish in a big pond. And uh, you're just trying to, you know, keep swimming, just keep swimming. And, uh, and it's scary. So this leap event is all about how to, you know, bridge that gap and really take what we've learned um, and unravel that and teach a lot of leadership, teach where there's holes in your business. I've been doing, I've been coaching for over 20 years and I'm excited to finally take all this business knowledge that I have and bring it to the entrepreneur world. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. It's called the leap event for that reason, because I want you to really reach that peak performance that you can as a leader and show up for yourself and show up for others. And we're going to teach you how to do that at this three-day event. And I am going to be giving these tickets to your listeners for free. So all they have to do is show up at their home in the comfortability of wherever they are. Um, I've created this to be a virtual event instead of in person. I know many people are not ready to travel yet. It's three days, August 11th through the 13th, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, so it's all day event, but you get breaks, you get lunch breaks, you get dinner breaks. We have some really special guests, uh, some speakers coming in. I have a celebrity coming in um, on the first evening to do a really great show for us. Um, she's been all over TV for several years and I'm very, I, I just, we, we are all, when you meet women, no matter where they're at, Oprah Winfrey, all the way down to, um, someone that you, um, meet on the street, uh, we're all on the same mission, um, as women. And we all have this thread, golden thread that really pulls all of us together in this sisterhood. So we need to be there to support each other, lift each other, love each other and be there for each other. That's why yeah, it's incredible. And the event, the fact that you're giving it to us uh, for free, we're going to have a link, a specific link that you need to use to click on in the show notes for uh, the listeners to, to register, to sign up for that event. And um, tell me real quick before we go, what does LEAP stand for? Because it is an acronym, right? Yeah, it is. It stands for LEAD with Enhanced Acceleration to Reach Your Peak Performance. Awesome. So great. Well, thank you so much for speaking with me today, Colleen, for sharing your time with, with me and my listeners and, uh, and, and talking about mindset. Cause I do believe you're absolutely right. We don't think about it enough and we, and we don't give it enough attention. We often make lots of excuses for all the you know external reasons why things aren't working in our homes as, as moms and dads or in our businesses or in our jobs or whatever. And it's like, no, let's t- take a minute and really look inward. And, and take a look at ourselves and then surround ourselves with the right people, the people who are going to lift us up and, and help lead us up. So I think it's, it's just wonderful. Thanks again so much for being here today. Thank you, Jackie. I I'm so honored. And be sure to check out the show notes. I've put the link to get your free ticket to the LEAP event, which is August 11th through the 13th. So I know it's really last minute. I wish I could have got this episode out sooner. But even if you cannot attend the whole thing, join for the sessions that you can join. And if you'd like, for a small upgrade, you can get the replay to that event. So go ahead and check that out in the show notes. To get a hold of Colleen Biggs, to learn more about how you can work with her, go to leadupforwomen.com. Thanks again for listening, everybody. For now, hugs and high fives. You got this.